0: And what's more,
1: if you heard it before, Welcome to another episode of Books on the Bus, a podcast mini series about the intersection of rock and reading. I'm your host, S.W. Loudon, author of the Greg Salem Punk Rock PI series, including the books Bad Citizen Corporation, Grizzly Season, and Hang Time. Today I'm chatting with a fellow Rare Bird Books author, Todd Pasternak, who wrote the excellent nonfiction book. Lessons from the Road, Musicians as Business Leaders. Todd has had a very interesting career that has taken him from being a professional musician with bands like Ominous Sea pods Marlowe, and Bump, to his current global partnerships role with Facebook. Through it all, he's been an avid reader, so let's jump right into the conversation.
0: Welcome to the show, Todd. What is the last book you read? So the last book that I finished from like beginning to end because I'm like in the middle of three books right now, <laughs> uh, but the one that I finished start to end was uh, Born to Run uh, by Bruce Springsteen. I'm not the hugest fan of Bruce Springsteen. Um, I admire him. I love uh, you know what what he's done, but to be able to dig in and have him sort of humanize himself, well, to a degree, he's still you know pretty larger larger than life. But to kind of just read through his own struggles and challenges, you know, growing up, searching for himself, you know, and then ultimately finding his place in life through music, Um, it was just super relatable. I loved it. Are there any gems that stick out to you
2: from the boss that that you kind of took to heart and you'll apply to your day-to-day life?
0: Oh, um, I think that's the work ethic. That you just, you, you could go into rock and you could show up and, you know, just, Play your gig and be good, but if you really wanted to become successful, you had to be great, and you had to really work your ass off. Um, And if you didn't have that component, um, you know, when that luck does come around, or that right connection does come around, and you aren't ready to jump on it, you know, then those pieces don't don't come together. It's uh, the, the formula breaks without having the right work ethic. So just reading about how much he practiced and really paid attention to great songwriting and what made great songs and what made great production uh, really resonated with me. That, like throughout the book, it's just a theme that, that that recurs.
2: So would you describe yourself as somebody who frequently reads rock biographies and autobiographies?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um I, especially in the past, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years or so, I've, I've definitely gravitated more towards biography. Probably one of my favorites, uh, This "This Wheel's on Fire by Levon Helm.
2: Are you kind of squarely in a classic rock vein when you're reading <laughs> your your biographies or autobiographies? I think
0: those sort of jumped out Could because, you know, as a kid and first starting to play... Guitar and really getting into music—that was like my first exposure uh, to to rock and and something that I felt I could get a handle on and put and insert myself into. So I guess it's 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 always sort of carried through into you know my my adulthood and and having you know been a you know a touring musician as well and to so now do, doing other things. I always had a love of of. Classic rock.
2: So, for our listeners who um, aren't familiar with some of the bands you've played in, how would you describe overall the kind of uh, music you've played in your career?
0: Yeah, uh, well, the C Pods we were like square in the middle of uh, like the jam band scene. So, you know, coming off of like the Dead and then Fish, uh, there was sort of this next generation of jam bands that we were that we were part of. Um, so th- that was sort of the genre of music, you know, uh, lots of improvisation, but also rooted in uh, just trying to write great songs, and if the songs lent themselves to to that improvisation, we we certainly did that, and, and in, in the live setting, you know, that's where we really fed off that energy um, from each other and, and from an audience to to experiment in, in real time. Uh, and then with Marlowe and Bump, It was definitely more straight up rocker songs, a little bit, um, you know, in my in my mind, you know, Marlo was like this sweet spot of like Elvis Costello meets Tom Petty meets Amy Mann.
2: You know, I think for a lot of people who maybe haven't had the experience of being on the road in a band. From the outside, you know, being on the bus or being in the van can seem like this endless rolling party. But I know from my own <laughs> experience that, like, there's a whole lot of hurry up in the wake and there's a whole lot of downtime to being yeah. on the road with the band. And and that's where, like, the reading always came in for me and for the guys that I was in bands with. So,
0: you know, did you read a lot when you when you've been on the road? When I made the move to go full time and was, you know, quote a, a professional musician, you know, signed and then all of that, and we were full time touring weeks on end, no doubt, Steve. Like we we had so much time to kill, um, but I, I I felt like my, I, I put my time more into then listening to other music, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and trying to get more sort of signal to influence. Um, maybe some some of the songs that that we were working on. Um, I mean that that said, I mean I would still dig into different biographies. Like that's when I think I discovered like the Levon Helm book. Some of the guys that I toured with were super sharp guys. Um, and some of the conversations that we had were like I'm just thinking back. Um, like centered a lot around like American history and political science. Um, and just to like keep up, I'd run out and like somewhere, you know, in you know, some bookstore in Iowa, like I'd try to find like Howard Zinn's uh, History of the United <laughs> States of America or something. You know, just so I'm like, guys, I got to keep up with you and, in this dialogue. <laughs> and I'd just be sitting there like reading, reading that.
2: I you made the transition uh, into technology and marketing and the design world. Um, and, and so much so that you actually wrote a nonfiction book called Lessons from the Road: Musicians as Business Leaders. Why don't you tell uh, tell us a little bit about that book and how it came about?
0: Yeah. So you know, so after you know, 10 years or so of, of touring, recording, and producing, um, I think I just started to hit that wall where uh, the, the the success of what I, or, or what I had imagined success to look like wasn't really there, I mean, I had work, I was working, um, but it was also at the same time in like early 2000s when um, the industry itself sort of had this digital shakeup and labels didn't really know what to do with songs being available online and digital marketing was, you know, becoming a necessity to to reach people uh, and to get them to listen to, to artists and i i kind of became fascinated by this and i uh <laughs> this is silly but i uh i started to teach myself how to code i'm like you know what i got to figure out how to do this i got to figure out the tools like this new tool set of how to market myself like i don't want to pay someone to make me a website uh and to host the music um and uh, and, 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 and figure out how to interact with people online. So I, you know, came home from the bookstore with those like three inch thick coding books. And I just went to town and I just started reading all of these, you know, how to, how to write JavaScript, how to write HTML, how to code action script. You know, I come home with these books. My wife's looking at me like I'm crazy, you know, staying up. And the thing I didn't expect to happen was I dug it. Like I dug it so hard that I was like, this is sort of like learning how to play the guitar all over again and i i just I wasn't expecting that, so you know cut to a few years later, and having gotten some work through first locally, then regionally, and then starting to get you know gigs from you know agencies in New York to do some of their digital ad uh created for them and help them code you know whether they were banner ads or these big page takeovers at the time, and uh ultimately landed in at technology, um, actually I think at the back, I ended up at a agency and then in ad tech, and then uh, and then today, you know, bringing me all the way through um, being on the Global Partnerships team at Facebook.
2: So I, I guess the burning question here is, are there other musicians you've identified at Facebook, yes. and do you guys have a secret Facebook band that jams like I'm starting <laughs> Uh
0: There are, and that's actually part of, sorry, half answered your question, but that was the other other piece of this was, um getting into quote unquote sort of corporate world, what I didn't expect was to see how many parallels there were um, to being in a band and, and being able to use like these techniques that I had you know really honed in on um, and honed um, uh, on the road and bring them into, into the office setting. And as I met, you know, clients or other partners, uh, the people who like gravitated towards it turned out were other musicians. Like, oh yeah, I used to tour with so and so. Oh yeah, I was a studio musician doing X, Y, and Z, and played with you know with these with these folks. And I'm like, okay, there's something here. There's so something here. And and I ended up just tracking down ten folks, uh, mostly just people that I knew from the industry, um, and then hunting down a few other people, uh, interviewed them, and then put put the book together. I was like, there's I think there's really something valuable here. There's a fresh take on um, on how to look at how to run a business, how to even look at what your career is capable of, of achieving and uh, how to get the best out of people, you know, in teams. You know, bands, you know, try to do that all the time, or certainly producers do in the studio setting. Uh, and then, you know, how do you take risk and feel comfortable with failing? You know, bands have an un- unfair advantage here because especially when they go, go on stage, you know, in an improv, situation or or not you know you play a song and you get that immediate real-time reaction from an audience how does that translate to when you're trying to put out a product and, and see if you have product market fit so again like there were all of these interesting parallels and connections and it uh, just felt like there was enough there to, to put this book together
2: i've started your book and i'm really enjoying it um todd i know we're up against the deadline here so i wanted to say thank you very much for making the time to talk to me today i have one more question for you What's the one book you've
0: recommended to other people the most in your life? (laughs) So it's, I mentioned this book earlier. It's This Wheel's on Fire by Levon Helm. And here's why. It is so real. Levon's voice is so present in that book. I mean, it feels like you're sitting at his dining room table drinking a beer with him, and he's just telling all these great old stories about, You know, like, learning to play the drums, meeting up with the other members of the band, playing with Dylan, making records, touring. Uh, I mean, there's just so much in it that's so rich. Obviously, like, the falling out with Robbie Robertson and then the just the the awful, you know, death of of Richard Manuel. Um, But overall, I mean, it it reminds me so much of the power of music to change lives, whether it's your own or others. And I just think it's brilliant. I really do. I love it.
2: Well, that is a great place to end this interview again, Todd. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve.
1: Alrighty, that does it for this episode. If you want to find out more about Todd Pasternak and his books and music, visit toddpasternak.com. And if you want to find out more about me and my books, check out swladen.com. Thanks for listening.